If you're talking about it, I'll be talking about it. Dennis Prager here. Join me this morning at 11, right here on AM 560, The Answer. Good morning, Dan and Amy. Uh, one other uh, local note, uh, referendum. Hinsdale School District referendum, $166 million bond issue. Mm-hmm. Thanks to uh, Zach Monel at Atlas Toolworks, friend of the show, and uh, people that um, actually looked at the particulars of the proposal and the economic impact in terms of property taxes, shot it down. So that $166 million bond issue, just enough high information voters in the Hinsdale School District to shoot down that gambit. So eh, there's something, I guess. They're not going to have that natatorium. Well, they're not going to have that natatorium they wanted to use to host a a forthcoming Summer Olympics game. Right. But um, maybe they'll uh, see what they can do about uh, making do. In Hinsdale. I hope they're going to be With okay. what they have. Uh, we should send them some fruit baskets. I worry about them. The loss of the House. Is that the beginning of the end for the Trump presidency? Because uh, this has been uh, much bandied about over the last uh, 12 hours. And, oh, by the way, two years. There's a great little mashup put together just to provide some context to what you're likely to hear from Democrats as well as their com shop the dc press corps over the next several days because we've been hearing it every step of the way since trump was inaugurated breaking news a new bombshell one astrologer says this means the beginning of the end for president donald trump the beginning of the end of the trump presidency trump will resign trump is going to resign is this the tipping point i know we've said it over and over you think this is a tipping point and over and over this is a tipping point and over and over breaking news president trump off the rails it was the beginning of the end today the beginning of the end it reminds me a lot of the last days of nixon breaking news tonight new bombshell <laughs> this is the beginning not the end the beginning of the end the walls are closing in the walls closing in the walls closing in breaking overnight bombshell this is a very dramatic day and i think it might be near a tipping point do you think this is a tipping point this is unbelievable this is remarkable have you ever seen anything like this his presidency is crippled aren't you so impressed with the dizzying intellects that just repeat the same phrase that uh, their brethren repeat tipping point beginning of the end end days of presidency bombshells going off on cnn every scared half hour on the hour it's just fascinating because you'll hear that hysteria uh with a pelosi being restored as speaker and everything else about Pelosi has been restored. So I'm not restore as speaker. Uh, so just a little bit of grounding for what you're, is likely to ensue in the wake of yesterday's results. For more grounding, we're pleased to be joined by Steve Moore, Wall Street Journal columnist and chief economist for the aforesaid CNN. Steve, thanks for being with us. Appreciate it. Hey, guys. Good morning. By the way, just when you thought Illinois couldn't possibly get bluer, it did. <laughs> um, we always can find sure. a new bottom. That's what we're good at. Wow, it's amazing. I mean, look, for the Republicans, this was, uh, I think there's a lot of um, size of relief. Um, last night was not a, was certainly not a, a wonderful night for Republicans, but the blue wave didn't happen. It was a blue ripple. And, you know, the, obviously the Republicans, uh, what they lose, what, what's the latest count on how many they lost in the House of 30? Yeah, around 30. 30. But, you know, the, the Senate races, um, you know, I think they're going to be up. 
four, possibly. There's, a, I think, three that are still out. So, look, I mean, this is not the blue wave that the Democrats thought. All of their star candidates, uh, what's his name, B- B- Bino or Bino? Bino or or yes, <laughs> yes. Yes. Texas, he, he went down, and, of course, the um, – Gillum went down in uh, in uh, Florida. Florida. The uh, lady went down in, in Georgia. Abrams. These were the ones that were on CNN every single two hours for the last two months. And so I think, and by the way, this is going to sound counterintuitive, and I didn't say this before the election because I didn't want to uh, discourage people from voting, but I actually think that Trump is very well set up right now. I wanted the Republicans to lose the House. Uh, they've lost the House. Now this gives Trump. Trump needs to run against something. And who better in the United States of America to run against than the least popular politician in the country? And that's Nancy Pelosi. And so I think this sets up Trump well uh, for 2000 and, and the Republicans for 2020. And 2020 is really the one that matters. This was just a uh, this is just a warm up match. Well, what does it mean, though, for advancing any policies in furtherance of there tax. wasn't dan there uh, wasn't uh, going to be uh, any agenda uh, advanced even if the republicans held out the republicans don't have any agenda well, right now in the house well so i mean you're, i would well, rather well, have the republicans well, have a, here i'm going to tell you something uh, dan uh, okay. i believe that one of the reasons this is actually kind of good news for the republicans is the republicans now they have not been exactly uh, fiscal conservatives right uh, in terms of controlling the budget and the debt uh, I believe now that the Republicans are in the uh, minority in the House, they will act. They will be much more fiscally conservative than they were when they were in the majority. Okay, mm-hmm. so you never want Republicans in charge of the House again. I mean, well, I don't understand this. <laughs> no, so that- I actually want them to take back everything in 2020. But I, I'm, look, I was disgusted by the, Repu- the way Republicans spent money uh, in, two, in 2000. Uh, 17 and 2018 the budget went way up the republicans lost their fiscal mooring and they deserved a spanking and guess what they got one so president uh trump said that he's going to you know change his tone because i do you think it may have hurt the party uh, in regards to the midterm elections wait he said did you say yeah no he, he was interviewed by axios and every and, uh he said that now you know okay, moving that, forward he's going trump. to watch his tone what well, <laughs> Look, I've known Donald Trump now for uh, almost three years. He's not. This tiger is not going to change its stripes. I mean, he's going to continue to say things that sometimes are crazy. I mean, uh, I always say you got to watch what the guy does. Don't listen to what he says. But, but no, I don't expect him to change much in terms of his his tone. I mean, I think um, he look every state. This, for, Trump was kind of a big winner uh, last night. The big states that he went to, states like Tennessee, states like Missouri. Uh, states like Texas, he carried a lot of these candidates over the over the goal line. So, you know, I, I don't think he has a black eye from this election. Oh, look, this is a midterm election. I lived through 1994 and 2010 when Republicans in a midterm election won every single seat from local dog catcher to uh, every governorship and Senate seat in America. But this was not the kind of wave that uh, you would get if the president were as unpopular as Democrats think he is. So if we're not going to see much from Congress, which you're sort of suggesting, other than, uh, you know, the 52 investigations they want to launch into the Trump administration. Yeah. uh, Then it seems the key for Trump between now and 2020 is to get more trade deals done, particularly with China, to get lower tariffs to make sure we continue to grow economically because if China goes into recession, if Europe goes into recession, that bodes 
badly for us and it bodes badly for Trump and Republicans in 2020. Right. Look, this is all about the economy. And by the way, the economy is what saved the Republicans. No question about it. I mean, uh, it's, uh, if we hadn't had these this great jobs report, great consumer confidence numbers, great unemployment numbers and so on right before the election, I think the the, uh, the losses for the Republicans would have been much deeper. You know, people say the election wasn't issued or sure was. It's what really saved them. Can you imagine that the beating Republicans would have taken if we'd had a bad economy? And we would have lost a lot of these Senate seats. We would have lost probably 25 more House seats. Uh, so, you know, the economy is everything, especially in the presidential election. And, look, I'm going to put the odds right now at about 65 to 70 percent that Trump is now going to get reelected after what happened uh, last night. This is a president who has a huge following. I mean, you look at what happened in those uh, rallies that he had around the country. I mean, you know, they were a lot of those places they were turning away tens and tens of thousands of people who couldn't even get in the stadium. By the way, the other kind of if you want to talk about losers in this election, what about Barack Obama? I mean, every single candidate he stumped for virtually lost. Well, that's right. But, um, you know, those to 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 provide a nice uh, point uh, about uh, the Elmer Gantry from Hyde Park, uh, the crowds go away at some point. And so uh, particularly if you're just a flim flam man. And so the, the point about Trump still being very popular and having a loyal base and drawing crowds, that could change if things go south with. Yes, you're the economy. right about that. So it's. I totally agree with you. So if we have an economy anywhere close to as strong two years from now as it is today, anywhere close, Trump is going to win a 40-state landslide re-election. If the economy goes south, you're right. You know, we're looking at what who, the other question to think about is who's who, where do the Democrats go from here? Their radical left-wing, uh, you know, agenda and, and uh, you know, a program you know, on immigration, on, uh, you know, Medicare for all, uh, all, all this crazy stuff, that didn't fare too well. And, you know, I think one of the big winners on the Democratic side is Joe Biden. I think Biden will come across as kind of the reasonable Democrat. Uh, I don't think he's that reasonable, but I think, you know, compared to, you know, Bernie Sanders, he certainly is. And, and uh, I would say right now he's got to be the front runner for the Democratic nomination. Right. So President Trump, he's waking up pretty much to a new era in Washington. Do you think that he'll be able to work with House Democrats? Um, I don't think that the House Democrats want to work with Donald Trump, frankly. I mean, look, Trump is a deal maker. Yes, he would love to make deals with Democrats. They don't. They have no. They have no. Uh, you know, intention of. Uh, they 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 believe the guy's evil. You know what is that uh, that that. Um, that Pelosi said, the first thing we're going to do is require Trump to release his tax returns. I mean, really? Right. Didn't we litigate that in the 2016 election? I mean, they made a big deal of the tax returns. He said he, he didn't, he wasn't going to release them. And, and you know, Americans felt that was so important, they would have voted for Hillary Clinton. So, uh, you know, the impeachment uh, and investigation and tax return, you know, agenda, you think that's actually the agenda the American people want to see over the next two years? I think Trump would love to make a deal on immigration and infrastructure. I don't think the Democrats want to do it. He is Steve Moore, chief economist for CNN, Wall Street Journal columnist. Steve, thanks as always for joining us. Appreciate it. Okay. And he joined us on our turnkey.pro.